until success happens. I get that most of us think push is pray until something happens. And it is, but it also is we got to persevere, meaning we got to remain the same under the pressure, right? Persevere, push through it, stand in it, uh, oppress against it, whatever that looks like for you until success happens whatever your success is it could be breakthrough in your marriage it could be breakthrough in your body in your health in your mind it could be breakthrough in your children we gotta understand that we gotta persevere in prayer we gotta persevere in our own abilities with the ability that God has given us. We got to persevere um, in our reluctantness to write, to, to step away from what God has called us to until success happens. And success doesn't mean that I got to have a new title in corporate America. Ah, success could simply mean that God has heard my despairing cry listen, and has set me up for what is yet to come. I have been successful in the things of God. Why? Because God loves me and he knows all about me. And because he knows all about me, he's concerned about the very thing that concerns me. And guess what? He told me, sis, that he would perfect it. Listen, ma'am, God says, I'll perfect the very thing that concerns you. So God, I am thankful for you. I am thankful to God for who you are on tonight. And listen, I'm just going to sit back, take my notes and receive just as the other wives are going to be doing on tonight. So listen, if you've not gotten your paper and pen, I'm telling you now, don't sleep on it. You better get you some paper and pen so you can capture all of the nuggets that God has for you so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, because he's coming, God, right? God says, I'll raise up a standard, but you got to understand what the standard is. And the standard is the word of God, but you got to know the word of God so that you have ammunition to fight back. You got to persevere under attack. Ooh, persevere under attack. Um, so listen, I love you, sis. Let God be God. Do what you do. Um, and only you can do right. There is no one better for this, this particular moment, this particular time and this particular dispensation. I love you. Go forth. Love you, woman of God. Good evening, ladies. Well, it is uh, 9 p.m. Well, after 9 p.m. my time here in South Carolina. And I just want to take a minute before I even begin to give you what God gave me for you this evening on push. Let's take a minute and let's just let our day go. Let's just take a minute and worship God. Let's take a minute and adorn him for who he is. He is our king. He is our Lord. He is to be lifted high. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. He hears us. He sees us. He's our peace. He's our joy. He's the God that defies all odds in our life. He's the God that perfect what concerns us. He's the God that gives us strategy. He's the God that gives us wisdom. He's the God that gives us understanding. He's the God that pours into us when we are empty. He is the God that fills us. He is the God that makes us. He is the God that shifts us. And he is the God that pushes us. So God, I just say thank you on tonight for the push. I felt such an awesome push in the spirit before I got on tonight. And God, I just say thank you for the push. I needed the push on tonight. I needed it. And God met me where I was. He met me in the middle of the need and he pushed me into it. And I think and I believe God that he's going to do just the same for you on tonight. And before I get started, I just want to go into a quick word of prayer. It is not my intention to hold you long, but we're going to let God be God on tonight. So just a quick word of prayer. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. God, we thank you for everything that's going to be said and done on tonight. But God, before all of that, I ask for forgiveness of any sin that I've committed, God, against your will, whether I knew it or whether I didn't. God, I repent and I turn from it right now, God. God, I ask that you open up the doors of heaven. I ask that you open up the ears of heaven to hear my petition, to hear my request. God, I ask that every woman that's listening on tonight that may have come empty, I ask that on tonight she is filled. I ask that every woman on tonight that needs a push, that on tonight this will be the catalyst for her push. God, that she will be in position and in the right posture to push. God, on tonight she will leave with an understanding of who and what she is pushing for. God, that on tonight she will leave with an understanding of why pushing is necessary. So God, in always, I ask that you have your way. I ask that I would fully decrease God, so that you may increase, that they don't see Yolanda, but they see a big God, the big God that we serve, the big God that you are, the big God that loves us through it all. So God, have your way and let your will be done. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. It is so, and it shall be. Amen and amen. So on tonight, women of God, God just gave me a pressing in my in my heart and in my spirit and he said there are women that when you hit the floor you got 15 20 people who need you whether it's the kids whether it's the husband whether it's your job whether it's in your business whether it's your parents then to add on top of that what if your finances is out of whack your marriage in turmoil kids are struggling and the enemy is attacking them we wake up with darts already coming but God said on tonight, he's got a bush and a push for you. God said on tonight, you're going to get an understanding of what the push is. The Bible tells us about the faith of Abraham when he had to go and sacrifice his son and make a sacrifice for God. I'm sure as a father, his mind was twisting and turning on why do I have to do this? Why do I have to use my son? I am getting ready to lose my son, God, but his trust and his faith. God saw it and he honored it. And what did God do? God provided a ram of sacrifice. On this journey, we're going to get tired as women. We're human. We're going to get frustrated. We're going to get aggravated, overwhelmed, and sometimes disgusted. But God wants us to know tonight that he's perfecting what concerns us. He's making a way out of no way. He's defying all odds. And I encourage you on tonight to be steadfast and unmovable in the word of God. What you can't do, God can't do. What you can't provide, God can provide. And your ram is waiting on tonight. When you look up the word push in Google, it says exert force on someone or something, typically one's hand, in order to move them away from oneself or the origin of force. What in us is God pushing away? What is the someone or the something that he is pushing away? He's pushing us away from it. Is it our low self-esteem? Is it our insecurities? Is it our lack of prayer life? Is it past hurts and past traumas and he's saying no more? Here is a push. I need you to move. I need you to shift. What is he pushing away on tonight? God gave me an acronym for push a long time ago. And it was persistent understanding of sacrifice on a higher level. The P, persistent in prayer. Ephesians 6 and 11 through 18. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but 11 says, put on the whole armor of God to withstand the wiles of the enemy. And then I'm going to jump to 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication. So it does us no good to have on our armor, our head with, with the helmet of salvation, our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, our loins gird with truth, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit and the breastplate of righteousness. If we are not praying with all of that, that our armor is ineffective. So God is telling us, I'm pushing you in your prayer life. 
Yeah, you got your armor on. Yeah, you suited and you booted. But it's time for a push in your prayer life. Understanding the you. Wisdom in the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all that getting, get an understanding. Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is when you apply the knowledge that you have gained. Awareness is not application. You can read the word all day. You can read self-help books all day. You can read Christian books all day. But if you do not apply what you become aware of, where is your wisdom? The S, sacrifice. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high. Psalms 116 and 17. Romans 12 and 1. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. What is your sacrifice? What is the thing that it's going to cost you something? But you know the fact that it costs you something, God is going to repay for. For your sacrifice. You know it with a shadow of a doubt. When you apply what God has made you aware of. He's made you aware that there is a sacrifice that I'm calling for. There is prayer that I'm calling for. There is a next level of understanding that I'm calling for. And then finally the H. That sacrifice on a higher level. Be capable in the spirit. Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. 2 Timothy 4. We always hear, be ready in season and out of season. But wisdom is, preach the word, be ready in season, out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Isn't it just like our God to have great patience with us? And he gives us careful instruction. He's calling you higher. He needs you to do it differently with patience and careful instruction. Is that that child that's went wayward? Patience and careful instruction. In your marriage, patience and careful to hear the instructions of God. On your job, you want to quit and you want to let it go. Patience and careful instruction to hear God, to have your ears circumcised to his voice. When he say, I need you to stay a little bit longer. There's some things that I'm still scaling and scraping off of you. And you're going to get the lesson here on this job. I was supposed to go today to a a networking event for the county that I live in. And they wanted you to bring your capability statement for those of us that are independent contractors. What is your capability statement in the spirit? What is your proof that God can trust you and you qualified to push, that you're ready to push and you can hear him when he says the time is now to push? What's on your capability statement? He's preparing your peace. He's preparing your plan. And he's preparing the provision in your push. He's not going to tell you to push if he ain't got it ready. He ain't going to tell you to push if you ain't ready. It's time for us to be pushed and shifted from being a good woman to becoming a godly wife. Because there's a difference. Godly wives understand, there's the you again, the mantle of prayer. You can be a good woman, that's well and fine. But he's pushing you to become a godly wife, a godly mother, a godly sister, a godly friend. Not just good, but godly. He's bringing order with the push. We got to know when to push. When a baby is in the birthing canal. And the contractions have heightened. They're getting closer and closer. Anything could happen at the expense of the child or the life of the mother. We got to know when to push because if you push at the wrong time, any of us has been in labor, they'll say, no, don't push yet. 
You can deplete the oxygen supply to your child. What is the birthing? What is the child that baby that God has in you? What is your baby? Is it a ministry? Is it a women's group? Is it a prayer call? Whatever it is, don't push until God tell you to. Your life depends on it. When God says the time is now, when God says go, everything that you need will be complete. Your marriage going to be complete. Your children going to be healed. Your body going to be healed. Your finances are going to be secure and resources are going to be at your hand because he is a complete God. I'm talking tonight to a group of women who are ready and in position to push. You're waiting on the word of God. He's standing by, reading your capability statement, ready to say the time is now, ready to say go, ready to say push. But will you hear it? What if his push sounds like push? but your spirit is not settled and you can't hear it. He don't want us to lose ourselves as the, the, the women that he made us to be and the great personalities that he gave us, but he's calling us to a push that's going to require a settled spirit and a quiet spirit to be able to hear him. So can you hear the push or can you hear the push? If he sounds like roaring thunder or a quiet lamb, can you hear it? It's time for us to level up, ladies. There's a push. We're on the brink of the push. And we got to be in position and we got to be postured, our heart postured right towards heaven. Seeking ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness so that all these things can be added unto us. Matthew 6, 33. We don't want to be pushed and ill-equipped and then we fall. And God got to help us back up again. He want to count on us. He want us to be capable of what he's calling us to do. He wants us to be worthy of the hire. So on tonight, I beckon you, position yourself, posture yourself. Persistent understanding of sacrifice on a higher level. Seek God. What is your sacrifice? What is he calling you to understand? What in your push do you need to understand? Who's in your push? Because your push ain't just about you. It's got somebody connected to it. So women of God, that's all I have for you on tonight. Let God be God in your push. Get your ears circumcised for the push. We don't want to miss the call of God. We don't want to miss the order of God. And we don't want to miss the push of God. Be blessed, women of God. Jesus. 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 Listen. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, so Whew. let me just say this before I can get to where I'm trying to go. It doesn't require a long period of time for God to speak. In the quick 
yet powerful moments where Coach Yolanda was speaking. There were so many confirmations, so many yeses that needed to be said in the midst of um, my posture, Coach Yolanda, was literally my hands lifted because everything you were saying um, aligned with, and at some point, and at some time caused an ouch to come out. Because many of us have been pregnant way past delivery. And because we failed to say yes, God didn't allow us to give birth. He actually caused many of us to miscarry in the spirit because we didn't say yes at the appropriate time. It goes back to me saying in the very beginning that I thank you for your yes, even in the ninth month at centimeter eight, you still said yes. So listen, I'm telling you that midwives are necessary for where you are going in the spirit realm. Many of you will miss your appointment, will miss delivery, will miss the opportunity to push even underwater without the appropriate midwife, without the appropriate staff, team, right? For many of us, we've been in these places where we've been in uh, um, delivery rooms and because we were delivering too early or there was something going on with what it was we were pregnant with, they called a staff of additional nurses and they called specialty doctors and NICU nurses and NICU doctors, right? Some of us are in that place of premature delivery because we've yet to say yes, we've yet to forgive, we've yet to position ourselves, we've yet to make the proper plans for pushing. So much in what you delivered on tonight. And I pray that your expectation that in that, right, I told you to grab your notepad because I already knew what God was getting ready to release. Yolanda, I'm telling you, the persistent, <laughs> um, push, that you gave us on tonight was perfect timing for where I'm going if nobody else, right? Because I've been asking God for months, what would you have me to do? I felt like I was in this place of, um, uh, uh, of not knowing where to go, what to do, right? Do I, do I, do I abort the plan and do something different? Do I stay on the course? What would God have me to do in this very moment? But so much clarity has already begun to come forth because of your yes on tonight. I just thank God for you. I thank God for you. I thank God for you. I'm telling you, as I was preparing for this month and I was in prayer, and God kept reminding me, and I kept, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it until he tells me not to say it. I had to tell my husband, hold on, I got to go get my notebook because God is speaking. And this is what he said to me while I was in the midst of prayer, as we were preparing for the ninth month, right, which is the month of push, the month that we as mothers wait our entire pregnancy on. God said, many of you, many have been pregnant with twins, daughters, and sons and have miscarried. Yolanda talked about that tonight. You've been pregnant with ministries. You've been pregnant with women's group. You've been pregnant with outreaches, right? You've been wanting to feed the needy, but you feel like you don't have what it, 
what it takes to get it done. She just reminded you that when God calls you, he'll equip you and everything around you will be settled, that your marriage would be settled, that your finances would be settled, that your spirit would be settled, but you've, uh, you've abandoned the thought because you felt like you weren't ready. God says many of you have been pregnant with twins, daughters, and sons and have miscarried. God said, I'm going to give you rainbow babies. You've miscarried due to church hurt, which caused the miscarriage. You've miscarried due to catastrophic occasions which caused the miscarriage. You've miscarried because God replaced the pregnancy, right? Because you weren't ready. God miscarried on your behalf as you were not ready to parent. You weren't ready to show yourself worthy enough to be called to the ministry. You miscarried because of clicks and gossip that you had connected yourself to. You miscarried because of doubt and unbelief. You had the wrong midwife. You could have been, you could have been in pain. Oh no, he said you couldn't bear the pain to go 10 centimeters without medicine. Many of you are addicted to people. You are addicted to pharmacia. You're addicted to alcohol. You're addicted to pornography. But God says, I'm calling you out of that thing so that you can go forth in what I've called you to do. You don't have, I don't care about you being quiet on tonight because I know that God is on your street. You've been disconnected from ministry because you didn't want nobody to know your business. God said, I need you to experience the pain so that the next time around, you'll be able to understand what I'm going, what it's going to take to make it from one to five centimeters and five centimeters to 10 centimeters. You didn't have what it took, but now, Dr. Yolanda said it, now is your time. This is the right time, the course, the conditions, and the company that you keep. Are right. God has prepared this time for you to push in the spirit and not just to push and give birth to something that you'll nourish, right? You'll change the diapers too. God says, no, I need you to be connected as if you are the lifeline. I need you to be the breast milk to what it is that I placed on the inside of you. This is not about you bottle feeding. This is about you nursing for what the supply is that God placed on the inside of you. It's the breast milk that's the supplier to the child that gives it the most nutrients, right? It's not the infamil or the isomil. Yes, they do, they work. But God says, I'm calling you to give the breast milk the natural nutrients that I placed on the inside of you to be able to birth this thing and bring it to full maturation. God says, I'll tell you when it is time to release the breast milk, right? When you no longer have to be attached to it. That's when I'll put other people in position to then carry out the thing that I've called you to do. Don't miss your assignment because you feel like you don't have the nutrients that it takes. What do you call it? It's the colostrum that comes down first, am I right? <laughs> we be like, Lord, my baby ain't eating. I ain't got enough, right? That's what we as mothers be saying. The devil is a lie. God says, even in the colostrum, there's enough nutrients to feed the baby for which I've caused you to give birth to at this moment, in this dispensation of time, in this Kairos moment. Listen, y'all better, mm -mm. listen, you better catch it in the spirit because I'm telling you, God is getting ready to do something through you and only you have the ability, you, 
You've been assigned it. Stop trying to give it to somebody else to carry. God says, that's why it ain't working. I didn't call them to it. I called you to it. And if I've called you to it, I'm going to equip you to make it happen. I, I'm just saying, don't miss the assignment, evangelist Pamela. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. God said, I've called you to Monday morning manna, yet you still don't show up. You've missed your assignment because there was something in the Monday morning manna that I was trying to get to you. But because you weren't in position, I just passed over you. I've called you to Wednesday night Bible study in your own church, Tuesday night Bible study in your own church, Sunday morning worship in your own church, yet you don't show up. You're not in position to receive what it is I have for you. So I just passed over you. Aborted, miscarried, because you're not in position. You're so worried about what somebody else is saying and what somebody else is calling you, that you don't even know what God is calling you. Oh, okay. Listen, don't miss it. Don't miss the month of pushing because I'm telling you in the fourth quarter, time is running out. Fourth quarter, time will be running out. You'll be down 21 to nothing, <laughs> right? You'll be down nine to nothing because it have been nine months and you've done nothing. You've been idle. You've been just sitting by the wayside, waiting for the coach to tag you in when you've been the coach all along. Don't know your position. Don't know your promotion. Don't know your passing lane. There's so many things that we just miss because we're not connected to the right people. I hear the Lord saying on tonight, and I'm going to let you go. His exact words is, uh, let me make sure that I, I, I want to, I don't want to say what Denise wants to say, right? He said, it's the familiar spirit that's keeping you from where I'm trying to take you. Many of you are connected to the thing because it's familiar to you. When God says, I'm calling you from the familiar to the unfamiliar, because it's in the unfamiliar right? Will you get, will you get the assignment? Will you get, get the push that I'm trying to give you? Come away from the familiar. It's in that place of familiarity where we become stagnant, Coach Yolanda. Because I can do it with my eyes closed, Right? They don't, I, I, I can just turn this on replay. I, I can just record it and send it, right? It's in that place where it doesn't even matter. Come away from the familiar. Stop being attracted to what you, what you're comfortable with. Because it's not in the comfortable place. It's in that uncomfortable. It's in that place of uncharted territory that God is calling you to. So if you don't walk away, if you don't cross the street, if you don't move from where you've been to where you're going, you'll continue to miss it. Come away from the familiar. Come away from the familiar. I know that's where you're comfortable. But God says, I'm calling you into the deep waters. <laughs> Many of us, including myself, are going to have to learn to swim. 
This is not the season to tread water. This is the season to swim, Denise. This is the season to swim, Denise. Denise, this is your season to swim. This is no longer your season to tread water. You've been treading water too long. God says, I need you to swim. Take the plunge and swim. Take the plunge and swim. Teach me to swim. It's just like, right? I can do all the things for everybody, but if I don't teach them how to fish, it's just temporary, right? But when I teach them to fish, it's ongoing. They'll never run out of food. They'll never run out of food. So God is telling me, I need to teach you to swim so that you can always just keep going. Treading water is great, but when you can swim, you can go places. Anybody else need God to teach them to swim? God, teach me to swim. Ah. I thank God for you, sis. That's all I'm going to say. I just thank God for you. I thank God for every wife that is on um, tonight. I thank God for every wife that said yes on tonight. And I pray that your yes continuously is made so that every week, right, um, we have stepped one foot more into the water. Um, God, I continue to hear God say, I've been calling you out of the book. You keep asking me to say, God, bid me to come. And I've been bidding you to come for years. But because you're so afraid of what's in the water. When you already know that I'm supporting you, I'm guiding you, I'm leading you, I'm carrying you, I'm covering you. Yet you are so afraid that you'll be bit by the sharks, which are the haters. You are so afraid that you'll be swallowed up by the whales that you won't even get out of the boat. God says it's time for you to trust me even when you can't see me, because even in the fact that you can't see me, I yet have you covered. I yet have you protected. I yet have you in the palm of my hand. Yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear any evil. God says, I'm with you. I light the dark path, for I am light. Yeah. It's time to travel. Move from where you are to where God is calling you to pick up your bed and walk. Pick up your bag and just go. Go, go. God, wherever you tell me to go, I'll go. Whatever you tell me to say, I'll say. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. That's the yes that God is waiting on from you. Lay aside every weight and take up your bed and walk. 
And that's not just for the lame. You want to know why your house is Jesus. You want to know why your house is in chaos? Because you've been laying in your bed as a docile woman when God has called you and has said to you, you have a mouth. And if you would just speak up, the enemy would shut up. Has nothing to do with your husband, has everything to do with the fact that you won't speak up. You have the ability to shut the mouth of the enemy, but because you remain quiet, you won't shut him up. Your children running amok, causing hell and mayhem. Why? Because their mother won't speak up. Learn to lay hands in the spirit realm over your children. Get you a bottle of blessed oil and begin to anoint your children. Begin to anoint their feet. Begin to anoint their hands and their head. Speak over their lives so that they'll live and not die. That they'll be, they'll, that they'll add to society and not be menaces to society. Speak Holy Ghost. I don't even know why he has me on this road, but I know that it's for someone because he wouldn't allow me to say it if it wasn't. Get your house in order. Period. Get your house in order so that when the time comes for you to deliver, everything will be in position Everything will be in position for you to receive what it is God has for you. What it is, what it is God has for you. I love you, Tracy, and I am praying for you. You are connected to greatness and you need to understand that greatness resides on the inside of you. Greatness hasn't been released because you won't move into the place that God has called you to move into. Now it's time for you to move your feet. Do what you say you're going to do. Not just say it, but do it. Faith without action is dead. Works without action is dead. Faith is an action word. You got to put feet to the action in order for it to manifest in the natural. Manifestation is action in real life. Activate your manifestation through faith. I love y'all. Listen, next week, next week, Lady Gwendolyn Holloway is coming. And I'm telling you, stay connected every Monday and every Wednesday. Don't miss what God is going to say because something said is going to catapult you to your next. Have a sister wife that needs some empowerment and some encouragement and a sisterhood, invite them. And then get ready for when wives war that's coming in January. It's consistency in prayer that's going to take you to the next place as well. I love y'all. Yolanda, you have anything? I know I don't kept you and I know it's almost 10 o'clock and I know you sleepy, but <laughs> I am complete. I'm just, I'm in awe of what God said through you. I'm just basking in it. I'm just sitting in it. To I God am thankful be the to you, to God be the glory and all that was said and all that has been shared. If you all want to place um, a demand on the word, sow a seed into Coach Yolanda. I'm telling you, she is good ground. 
Um, when I tell you she pours into every woman that she's connected to, she pours into all of her students, she gives out discounts, she gives out gifts. Look, look, when you anointed and appointed to do what you do, God provides for you. He is her provision. So listen, I'm going to sow a seed. I need you all to sow a seed into her at Cash App dollar sign his grace apparel and i'm going to post it because it is absolutely necessary that we sow a seed get you a seed be a seed sower god says when you plant the seed he'll water it and him he'll bring the increase somebody somebody need an increase the only way for you to be have, get increases if you begin to drop the seeds sow the seeds into good fertile ground she's great fertile ground I love you. Have an amazing night. I look forward to seeing you guys on Monday, right? For Monday morning manna. And then Wednesday night for Warring Wednesdays with Lady Gwendolyn Holloway. Um, and then every Wednesday and Monday thereafter, because there are special guests that are coming, I'm telling you. And the special guests that God gave me for this month are special people in God's eyes, not just in mine. So, you know, when they special in God's eyes, they coming for your head and your spirit. Have a good night.